I'm Kevin, a.k.a. Neon Nazgul, from the Operation Pug Podcast, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. It's the Digital Soup Podcast! With Jason, Adam, and usually Dave. Featuring lots of geek talk about technology, movies, music, gaming, and more. And your first mic, Jason. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Digital Soup, the only podcast who refused to take the day off just because it's National Cookie Day. <laughs> I know Dave did. He was at the bank. He's like, ah, I can't come in today. It's a national holiday. It's cookie day. You know, I, right. I can't be there. No, I just <laughs> ate cookies at my desk all day. I got a free cookie from Quick Trip today, so that was pretty nice. nice. Well, that was in you know, National Cookie Day. You get some free stuff, right? Yes. That's the way. Sometimes. <laughs> well, joining me in the virtual studio today is Adam and usually Dave. What is up, gentlemen? Oh, what's not up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. You know, hey, uh, the economy, <laughs> is, is, it on, is it on the uprise? Are we doing better or are we doing worse? I think it's better. I hope Bitcoin so. Bitcoin was up. Uh, yeah. I am so glad five years ago I mined, I think I have like 32,000 Bitcoins. What is that worth? What, about five grand each? No, it's like six bucks. You better just give them to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it's kind of like Canadian money. I'd just, I'd probably just get rid of it. Yeah. Give it to Adam and I. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll drop it in Dropbox. You guys just take it. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Well, all joking aside, this is a serious podcast for a serious time. Just want to let you know, everybody, that we are going to have a great show today. We've planned a great show, at least, so hopefully it'll turn out to be great. Uh, we got lots of great topics we're going to talk about. First, Microsoft. Are they kind of working very, very hard to become the next Sega? I'm thinking mm. so. Uh, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Some other great news. Hey, David Harbour. I believe I pronounced his name right. Uh, he's Harbor, becoming yeah. a, a very strange thing, I hear. Mm-hmm. And Apple kills a six-year-old. Ugh. Oh, I can't believe they did that. And much, much more here. Dang so, it, Apple. Sounds brutal. Yeah, it is, definitely. Uh, but first, uh, let's go on over to usually Dave here for the riddle. Yeah, so last week uh, we, we went with a riddle that was one of Captain Poland's stumpers. Now, this one was extremely difficult. The answer's vodka. What? <laughs> right. How many Perfect. bottles does it take? No. <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to a center of a vodka flavored Tootsie Pop? Ew. No. No. The, the world the, may never know. Yeah. Hopefully they never know. A one, yeah. a two, a three. <laughs> <laughs> he's showing his age. I have no idea what he's talking about there. Oh, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the actual riddle was. What is the four-digit number in which the first digit is one-fifth the last, and the second and third digits are the last digit multiplied by three? <laughs> and I'll let you know, just reading that hurt my head, so I never even attempted to answer it. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I sat down after last episode, and I listened to it when it went live last week, and I, I did give it a, a good try, and I I wasn't sure I had it right, and I didn't have it right. But Adam, did you have a guess? You know, I I didn't, but I had, uh, as you know, one of our longtime listener Jesse yeah, reached yeah. out and said the following: one one five five question mark. He got it right. Jesse is the man. Yep. What? Way to go, buddy! Kaboom. That's boom. He's that's winning Ghostbusters impressive. things. He's Nailing the one one five five. Yeah, that is impressive. I yeah. mean, that was a tough one. Pretty rad. Yep. And I so like uh, you know, when you when you look at it, a math one is always going to be probably a, the trickiest type of riddle. But I don't know if it qualifies as a riddle because it's more of just an equation to figure out, right? But well, that's not really an equation. That is, I think this particular yeah, thing kind is of riddle. kind of a riddle. We used to call those story problems in my day. <laughs> yeah. Back in my day, if a train leaves Chicago, Netflix. (laughs) Weren't they the ones that did those weird commercials? 
Netflix? Was, was that Netflix? It was another oh, company mm. that did something goofy like, if you have four purple crayons and two Reese's peanut butter cups, how many movies can you watch tonight? And they'd have just these weird things. I don't know if it was Netflix. Oh or my not. gosh, I don't even remember that. This but was I'm, just within I'm the last though. couple, two, three years. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> listeners, if you know what <laughs> I'm, I'm really young, about, I'm like a year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if listeners remember who that was, let us know because for the life of me, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why Netflix is in my mind, but I don't think that's right. So, anyways, <laughs> the new riddle for this month or this month this week is as follows in a foot race jerry was neither first nor last janet beat jerry and jerry beat pat charlie was neither first nor last and charlie beat rachel and pat beat charlie so the question is lord who finished last we all finished last with this one i actually got this one right i was gonna say i can't tell you that but the one thing i can tell you there's a lot of domestic violence going on (laughs) no it's a a lot good old-fashioned running race and someone did indeed finish last and if you figure if you really what what you have to do on this one is sit down with a pen and paper. That's what and I was going to say. Them out. Because once you do that, it'll make sense, and they all fall yeah. into place, and you'll know who finished first through fifth. I I've actually been doing a lot of this uh, this type of thing with this question here because uh, I'm helping my my fourth grader with with her you know math, and they have things kind of similar to this, and that's what I keep you know, showing her is write it all down. If you can visualize it, it makes it so much easier than just trying to read oh, yeah. it and guess. You have to write it down. Absolutely. I, that's, that was always my mantra through life, you know, write it down. Write right. it down. <laughs> visualize it a tech. Yeah. <laughs> Not just in your old age where you have to write it all down. <laughs> if I don't forget, I don't write it, I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Jason. Well, I'm I, could, I could tattoo it all over my body like uh, uh, Memento. Memento. Yeah. Who was the director on that again? Was that Nolan? Mentos? Um, no, Memento. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Christopher Nolan directed that? It was was it Nolan or Zack Snyder? It was one of those guys. Oh, Galifianakis. He no, directed it that. wasn't Galifianakis. <laughs> Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. There was no watermelon. There was a watermelon. <laughs> was there? Oh, no. maybe it was him. <laughs> doesn't even matter at this point. No. no, it doesn't. So before we move on, so that's the riddle. We'll try and do our best. Last week, I know we forgot at the end of the episode to reread that riddle. And uh, the episode got long last week. The episode last week was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks so much again for Mac for coming on. Uh, or I should say to Mac for coming on from over at Shutter Time. We did get a little long, and it was a little different kind of episode for us where... You know, a lot of the topics we had were a little more serious. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a normal, (laughs) (laughs) wasn't quite a normal digital soup episode. But I think it was a really solid episode. But one of the things that came out of that episode, which is very important, is that we have our ongoing Windscribe VPN giveaway happening. And what that is, basically, to celebrate our fiftieth episode, kick off the next fifty with a bang. We have teamed up with the fantastic people over at Winscribe VPN providers to give two very lucky winners a couple of amazing prizes. So we're giving away a grand prize winner that's going to get a free lifetime subscription to the Winscribe VPN service. Oh, and a, yeah. Yep, exactly. And a second winner that's going to receive a free annual subscription, so a free year to the Winscribe VPN service as well. Now, all you have to do to enter, we have the link in the show notes. We have it pinned on top of our Twitter page and on our Facebook page and all of that. But basically go to digitalsouppodcast.com. It is, excuse me, losing my voice all of a sudden. It yes, is, Adam, <laughs> we've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. Finally. No, it is pinned to the top of the page as well. And you'll see a big, huge post saying Winscribe VPN giveaway. Go there. We talk about what we need you to do, which is basically send us a photo of your everyday carry essential items. So what are the things that you carry with you each and every day? Those things you don't want to leave home without. We did have uh, some submissions come in now, which is very awesome. And so keep those coming. We want as many people as possible to get in on that. If you want to know more about it and what we carry around every day, make sure and check out episode 50, which is also linked in the giveaway post so you can hear what Jason, Adam, and I 
carry around with us every day and my suitcase that I go rolling around with. But essentially <laughs> just you haul. Yeah, right. Yeah. Essentially I just have snap- a rolling case with me at all times. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> no. Just snap a photo though of the stuff you carry with you every day. If you need to take the photo with your phone and you don't have another camera or something, you know, just draw out on a piece of paper, here's my phone or you know, something have fun with it. And you you basically just fill out the form on the bottom of the page, which is your name and email as short description and attach that picture and send it to us and we'll make sure everyone goes into the drawing and then we're going to give that away draw a winner on December 31st and that'll go live uh, with give the winners give it away give it away give it away now <laughs> so uh, Dave just to clarify here now yeah. we are not picking our favorite right it's just no. everybody that submits gets in the drawing yep. everybody that submits gets a random number and we're going to throw it in a random number generator and pick two winners. Yep. Totes so, rando. Totes so rando. Here's, yep. here's the thing I'd like to throw out to all of our listeners here. Go ahead, just like Dave said, uh, throw down all of your uh, everyday carry stuff on a table. Take a picture of it. But I challenge you to throw an additional item in there that might bring a little laughter to the group. Yeah, but keep it uh, family friendly. Oh, you definitely, definitely family friendly. But, you <laughs> yeah, know, like a, like a rotten banana peel. That would be hilarious. Yeah, something you know, fun thing, be- just, yeah, something that'll make us laugh and maybe we'll talk about a little bit on the show because it made us laugh so yep. much. When, when uh. we do the drawing, I think that'd be great. Uh, it'll, it'll come out on the episode that, that drops on January 2nd, I believe. And so that'll be episode 55 and it'd be a lot of fun to be able to talk about some of the cool stuff we saw, be it funny stuff or maybe items that, you know, hey, I never thought about carrying that myself. I should probably add that to the to the list or whatnot. So... Absolutely. So make sure get yourself entered into this big giveaway with the fine people over at Winscribe. If you're not quite sure what a VPN is or how you'd use it, look it up. Look it up. Or you know, I and I'm, I'm going to put these guys on the spot right now, and hopefully they're they're okay with it. Get a hold of Adam or Jason, which you can find their email addresses right on the website, and um, I'm sure that they'd be able to to point you to some resources and some good examples. And we also have talked about them on a few past episodes, so dig back through the archives and you'll see that as well. So enough of my housekeeping, I guess you'd say. Jason, you talk Incessant about... rambling, I would have said. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty This is important unbearable. stuff. We want to give away. Pretty <laughs> unbearable at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Dave's going to cry himself to sleep tonight. <laughs> Guys were making fun of me. <laughs> I know what a contract is. So <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, well, it's a legal body hold document. On one let's, second. let's edge our way over to the next topic, guys. Be- before you do that, <laughs> wh- when you said that, it- it's making me laugh because I just listened to the most recent episode of Better Podcasting from the Gonna Geek Network, and they were talking about how to deal with uh, disagreements with your co-host, you know, you know <laughs> if, you're, if you're having fights and stuff. And when he said that, and I know what a contract is, it made me laugh so hard because I just literally listened to them talk about, well, if you ever run into a problem, pull out that agreement, that contract you guys drew up ahead of time and let that solve it. <laughs> oh, that was not intentional, but I don't know which episode a- it was that we did that, but, um, there's, a- <laughs> do, we, do we have that song clip on our Instagram, Jason? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Um, it's one of the very first ones, if I remember right, too. <laughs> We've got a hilarious song clip on Instagram. You could check that one out. And, um, we just kind of I think it's just called one. It's Not a Contract or something to that effect. It might be. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like Microsoft might be bringing the Edge browser or brought the Edge browser to iOS and Android. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but let's talk about this. Well, this is, I teased this a little bit in uh, in the intro there, saying is Microsoft going the way of Sega? Hmm. And anybody who's a gamer knows that Sega used to be in the hardware business. Of course, the Master System, Genesis, Saturn, the Dreamcast, and of course, a bunch of handheld systems. But they got out of it uh, just because they could not compete with Nintendo and Sony at the time. So they now, basically anywhere you go, you can play Sonic on another system, which is still kind of weird to me. Uh, I I have Sonic on my uh, Wii, and it's like, it just, it does, it feels weird. It feels weird to have Nintendo and Sega on the same thing because they were competitors for so long. Yeah. It's like Coke and Pepsi, like, let's just merge them together. Can you imagine the nuclear, (laughs) like what would happen if you mixed the two? Yeah. It would be like crossing streams in uh yep. Ghostbusters. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't like it. And is this Microsoft is Microsoft saying, "Hey, if no one's going to use it on the computers, 
Maybe they'll use it on the iOS and the Android. What they're doing is ever since they closed down their uh, phone business, yep. whatever you want to call it, they no longer manufacture division. phones. Yeah, division. There we go. I know it's a division. It's a it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a it's a group. <laughs> it's not a division. It's a separate grouping. <laughs> <laughs> why Why do I feel like you guys are just making fun of me? <laughs> no, we're making fun of Jason this time. Oh, yeah, okay. let's make fun of me. Yeah, let's do Through that. you. More Through of you. that, less of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ever since uh, Microsoft decided to no longer uh, make Windows mobile, they're moving everything on over into, you know, the world of Apple and Google. They've, they've always had their office suite on both of them. That's something you had to do. But something they haven't done before is they now have... And I, I've I've been part of the beta for a while. Is a launcher for Android, which is the Microsoft launcher, and it makes it more Microsoft esque. Uh, both of you being in the uh, Apple world, you've never been able to m mess around with different launchers that make your system look different. You know, you're stuck with whatever Apple wants to give you. Where on mm. the Android side, it's more modular, uh, just like the Windows world. You can do whatever you want on it. And uh, now they're bringing over their their home-growing browser that has uh, you know only been on Microsoft products up until this point. Now it is moving on over into the Apple and Google world, the mobile world, uh, be it the tablets or phones. Hmm. So uh, I guess the big question, and Adam kind of hinted at this, is why? Yeah, <laughs> nobody uses it on Windows. Well, from the article on TechCrunch, it's Microsoft's new mobile strategy where they're they've admitted they're the company essentially admitted defeat on the smartphone front. You know, we kind of talked about that before. Yeah. Um, they might be doing this so that it interacts easier. So you can right now, like let's say um, between your Android and your your Google Chrome, you can move stuff around. You can share between your devices. You know, here's mm -hmm. my history. Here's my favorites. It might be the same kind of a thing with Windows that they're working for towards. Yeah. They would love that, but still nobody uses Edge on Windows. Uh, I use Google. Right. And the reason why I use Google is for, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not cross-platform, but the uh, continuity, right? Cross Between device. your systems. Yeah, yeah right. I, I load up either my Android tablet, it's my Android. It's not continuity, but it's when two things keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could go all night with this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I I can't that, say it. <laughs> See, now, here, here, here's the funny thing. Now, Dave's uh, uh, messed around a little bit with uh, Ubuntu. Yep. And I, do, I don't think Adam really, you know, you use, you're strictly Windows on No, the, I've run Ubuntu several times. Oh, you have? Yeah. Well, I currently have Macs. I can hang, bro. Windows, uh, Ubuntu, and I have uh, the Chrome browser on every single one of those, mm -hmm. no matter what I go to, no matter what of my eight devices I go to, all my bookmarks are there. Mm. Yeah, All my documents are there, you know, in my, uh, my whatever you call it, uh, the Google Drive. Oh, my gosh. Can't even think of that. You know uh, what? Let me ask you something about that, though. I don't mean to interrupt, but I've been working on setting up this new machine um, mm -hmm. that you built for me here. And that's one issue I'm having is, you know, normally you just sign into Google with your account and it, it pulls all those over. Yes. Now, when I signed into Google on my new machine, it has not pulled any of my bookmarks or anything over for some reason, which I don't understand why. Well, by default, it should auto sync it. Yeah. Um, but you might want to go into the settings and just make sure that the sync is activated because there on is the a new one or the yeah, on the new one. Yes, because there is a there is in the options or in the settings. Uh, I can't tell you exactly how to get to it without walk you know walking through. What it good are myself. you then? I know, but <laughs> it is it is in there because I did have to activate okay. it on one of my devices. I'll have to look And then into once that. that's activated, then it will sync up from your main Google account. Right. Nerd. Okay. Um, did you call me a nerd or did you say weird? <laughs> no, I was just citing my favorite candy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting stuff. So while they're trying to rejuvenate the Edge browser, something else is dying. Yep, but hold on. Before oh. you do that... <laughs> Every time Adam does a segue, Dave, I'm like, wait, hold on. We're not done we talking about that. <laughs> talking, talking about that. Yeah, Why is he the master of the segue if you just seg block? <laughs> yeah, I'm a seg blocker. You're a total tonight. seg blocker. No, because I <laughs> have something. Seg blocking. While you guys were talking about. <laughs> yeah, let's get it trending. Hashtag seg blocker. Go ahead. <laughs> seg blocker. While you guys were talking about that, I did go ahead and pull up and find the contract sound clip for you guys. 
So I, <laughs> I've got this set to go. It, it took me two seconds because I was on Instagram already. So right, I'm going to go it. ahead and play Let's that right it. now. So you guys ready? Let's yep. hope Let's it's it. not too loud. Just a little while left on my contract. Well, not a contract, but, you know, your monthly whatever. Tell contract. My, yeah, tell my success plus. <laughs> no, no, it's not your contract. You know that monthly thing that you got to pay every month? It's the, the full. You have to you, do it for a certain duration. And if you were to you know, try to exit out of it early, they'll charge you a fee. Uh, what is it they called? It's not a contract. It's an agreement, a legally binding document, an agreement between two parties to come to some kind of a, you know, you know, for them to provide me a service and me to pr provide them money, you know, that I'm obligated to pay through said agreement. It's not a contract, though. It's like a, uh, what do they call that thing? <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Adam, you can go ahead and move on to uh, whatever you were doing before I, I seg blocked you so harshly there. <laughs> so yeah, we got seg blocked. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's stalled out. Um, but I was saying, since Microsoft's trying to push their edge around, another company, Apple, is turning something obsolete, and now they've made it official. Guys, yep. the 2011 Mac Mini is now obsolete. Uh, and even though it's listed on the product roadmap for future, the things aren't looking good for the Mac Mini fans. I'm a fan of the Big Mac. You guys all know this. Oh, yeah. That's not going to go anytime <laughs> soon. There's still that weird middle bun, <laughs> but I'm still okay with it because it's delicious. Dang it, it's so delicious. It is. I enjoy so, it. All right. Anything else? Any other comments on the Mac Mini? Uh, well, who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could care yeah, less. We don't, we don't need to dr uh, uh, drain on about this. Drain on? <laughs> drain on? Drain on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea what I was trying to Dro say. Are you trying to say drone? Guys, we don't need to drain on this. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm draining. <laughs> Now, uh, the, <laughs> the Apple Mac Mini has not been updated wrong. since 2014. That is the last iteration that uh, the Mac Mini has seen. Uh, Apple has this weird thing that if a, if a piece of hardware uh, is available for over five years, well, five years from its release date, they consider it obsolete. In the Mac world, they, they just work. They work for a long time. I mean, they're made well, and they, they still work very well. The Mac Mini. It's the Honda uh, Civic of computers. <laughs> well, the Mac Mini 2011 is actually better than the 2014. If you got the quad-core version. Now, there, in 2011, there was dual-core and quad-core. If you got the quad-core, uh, it's way better than the 2014 one. So why don't they just... All 2014s were dual-core. Just get rid of that line. Keep the 2011s going. <laughs> That's what I would say until you upgrade it with something better yeah, in the future. Six-year-old computer, though, I mean... Why why shouldn't they call it obsolete? Because I have a 2011 Mac Mini. Oh, you hear that, Apple? Jason's got one, so don't yes. do this. I have a 2011 Mac Mini, which runs High Sierra, the absolute newest version of Mac OS. Mm. So, and it's quad core. Uh, all the apps in the App Store still work with it. If it can run the newest version of the Mac OS, it can run any of the apps in there. So it's not like you have an iPhone 4 that all of a sudden you're blocked out of everything because, you know, you can't go past, uh, you know, what was that, 6 on the iPhone 4? I can't even remember. I don't, I don't know. Which version. But you know what I mean. All the, all the apps are made for newer version. The 2011 quad-core Mac Mini is, they still sell dual cores in Best Buy of uh, Windows machines. Yeah. Would you rather have a, a, a 2017 dual-core window machine or a 2011 quad-core Mac Mini running the newest operating system? I'd rather have the Windows machine. Yeah, 2007 Chromebook. <laughs> Chromebook. That's what, yeah. I want. That's what I want. I'd like to have a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Yeah, well, those are good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this was just a quick little news story saying that, you know, Apple has now officially stopped support on the 2011 Mac Mini. So you just yeah. have the 2012 and 2014s. Hopefully they're going to definitely continue with the line. They said the Mac Mini line is important to them. What that exactly means, none of us still know because there's still no official word on any future, you know, versions coming out. But hopefully so, there will be. But, yes, the 2011's dead. Go out on a limb right now as the Mac Mini fan. Yes. The official Digital Soup Mac Mini fan, Jason. Make your prediction. Do they come out with a new Mac Mini? Or is the 2014 Mac Mini the last model we see 
and that important Mac Mini placeholder in in the you know Apple lineup is just simply yeah we had a soft spot for it we love this little machine but we're never making another one that is so hard to actually predict right now because if Steve Jobs Make is still around uh, well, feet to the uh, fire all right i'm going to say I'm gonna say we might see another version. We, we might tell. He I'm gonna say, oh, say we just heard a cop out. <laughs> no, okay. We will see one more there version at least. That's what I'm gonna say. One more version. They're gonna give it one more go. If it is a hit, then there will be future versions coming out. But if it if its sales are not where they want it to be, the, uh, I could see that being the very last one. They'll give be, it one more go. There's gonna be two hits. You hitting your Mac Mini 2011 and the Mac Mini 2011 hitting the floor. Boom. (laughs) Hey, hey, my so-called girlfriend handed me her cell phone, said it's your dad. I said, that's not my dad. That's a cell phone. So I I threw threw it it to the the ground. ground. (laughs) You know what would be really neat, guys? What? It would be be really neat if there was some sort of new organic material that just generated electricity. Am I right? Oh, my God. This is your day, dude. It is? It is. Tell me more. Well, those silly scientists are at it again. (laughs) Scientists with your test tubes and your Bunsen burners. Petri dishes. Before we dive into this story, let me ask you guys this, because there is a chance that this I don't have it ready. I'm sorry. No, this is, I I found this article on a website called futurism.com, and I'm going to say this. (laughs) This website is amazing like i've spent so many hours in the last i don't know half a week since i found this just scrolling through the stories i mean there's so much cool stuff the only thing i cannot seem to to verify is if this is a legit website or if this is a science equivalent of the onion but from it the way it's written and the way it reads it seems Uh, like it's legit but i i could be wrong so just a caveat in here when we read this story um, you guys keep this in mind that we were not able to verify if this is 100% legit or not, but the website is called futurism.com. And yeah. you didn't look at the URL, did you? Futurism.com. No, you know, you got it. That's oh, that's what they again. want you to see. It says futurism.cracked.com. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it says mad. No. <laughs> No, mad, I, I tell you, I'm mad. I mean, the stories on this website are, they're fantastic. But if this is true, this is some pretty big breakthroughs with these no, scientists again. I, I have heard of this this publication, this website. Okay. And I, I believe it is a legit. It looks uh, legit. I mean, they, they cover real topics here. And it's it's just really cool, like cutting edge stuff. Yeah, but, it, it um, looks so amazing. That being said, you know, readers, check it out for yourselves and take a look at it. But... Um, in this actual article, because they do cite their sources for things, right? Um, it's talking about this new material that generates electricity from mechanical stress. Mm-hmm. So a thin, flexible rubber film that could potentially be used in everything from clothing to pacemakers and actually mm-hmm. generate power. Uh, yeah. Did you hear that, Iron Man? Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could get some of this for... The, That'd be the cool. It's like, oh, movies. I'm going to go for a walk and recharge my phone. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But um, this this material, um, it's thanks to the piezoelectric effect, which according to nanomotion.com is um, it's the ability of certain materials to generate electrical charge in response to applied mechanical stress derived from the Greek piezian, which means to squeeze or press, and piezo, which is Greek for push. So... Um, it's a reversible effect, meaning that the materials exhibiting this effect also exhibit converse effect. So the generation of stress on electric. I field like the is Nike applied. effect better. So though. it's almost like the uh, the first step into uh, some kind of cool new future clothing. <laughs> Marty McFly, Batman's new on. suit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Your jacket is now dry. <laughs> Wait, Marty McFly's jacket should have nipples. <laughs> yeah. If Bat- <laughs> like Batman? If Batman's suit did, <laughs> yeah. everything should. I've got oh, nipples, yeah. Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're all over the place. <laughs> well, I'm going to go one more place. I'm going to go into space because when I read this article, mm-hmm. the very first thing I thought of was Star Trek Discovery and their whole Spore Hub Drive uh, thing they have going on in here. 
Um, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, but they have a new propulsion system. Uh, basically, what what it is is there's spores throughout the galaxy, uh, through all of space, uh, you know, planets, uh, everywhere, and this uh, these spores they they're it's like a um, like a road system, like they're all interconnected uh, throughout the entire cosmos. And if you can figure out a way to uh, traverse that, you can actually go from one end of the universe to another instantaneously. Um, and we've seen it put to good use against a Klingon cinema, right there, Adam? We like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, technically, it was. <laughs> now, what's, what, what's cool about the Star Trek. Uh, version, you know, their their spore hub thing here is they have to have a living bean be like the conduit. Is that like a uh, green bean? Uh, bean, <laughs> not bean. Oh, oh, oh. I, I never mind. I thought they you have said one a living bean, bean. One bean plant <laughs> yes. powering the whole Kidney dang bean? thing. Yeah, I, I guess depending <laughs> on how many spores are in those beans. Bean spores. <laughs> Actually, when Adam eats beans, he gets spores coming out of his rectum. Oh, <laughs> that's not accurate. Oh, that's fake hey. news. <laughs> Here's something interesting though about the uh, this this material that they're making. Since it's both it through the stress of the material, let's say you bend it or you apply pressure to it, mm-hmm. it'll generate electricity, right? Right. Um, yes. What they're saying on farsnews.com is that the inverse is also true. Faux which, news? Which, which I'm no, no, no. F a r s news.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Farce news? <laughs> I guess it's a, yeah. Technically, it's a farce. There you go. Oh, I don't man. know where this is located. Um, so again, trustworthy North news Korea. sources, guys. No problem. Um, <laughs> but the opposite could be true for like um, artificial you know artificial robots or life forms or anything like that where if you touch this material and it generates electricity it's basically allowing a machine to feel the touch the pressure ah. you know through an electrical impulse i mean that's kind of the way your nerves work right is that you, you yeah you get touched and then um it's the electricity in your body is gen- you know is carrying these the information so your neurons to your brain. yep firing so, those synapses or something like that synapses synapses no this is i mean when i saw this there's so much potential both on the medical side on the just straight up tech and like cool stuff side you know like we talked about clothing that'll power your cell phone when you go for a walk or you know they they talk about you know you could place this an implant near the heart to generate electricity from the heartbeat something that just happens naturally and you know all all of these potentially amazing things but the downside of it and and this is you know the the people out there that argue that technology is a little too prevalent in today's society is a lot of people are you know kind of saying that this could be just the the next step in the future where we all become essentially cyborgs oh did you say future wear because that sounds awesome (laughs) future wear (laughs) yeah trademark that because this yeah we need that future wear that's our that's our brand name for this, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, imagine imagine this, like, um, oh, they're they're committing a crime, but they're wearing all these clothes. I better just stop their heart using the internet. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Dumb. Yeah. Or you know, hackers well, get in and get five million people's information and say, oh, let's just stop their hearts. Mm-hmm. You could power my microwave through all the people jogging around. Yeah. Well, I thought of something even better. Uh, The three of us, we all have children, and you know how much energy children have. Yeah. Throw these clothes on them. I mean, we could heat our house for the winter. We could uh, (laughs) never have to buy gasoline for the car. So Jason literally went to that old sci-fi trope where they are (laughs) siphoning off energy from from children to to power their society. Think of the kids. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. And then Adam is basically the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. We have them in pods, like in the Matrix. (laughs) Right. Jason went there, and that was his. That was his idea. (laughs) Even better, guys. And that's why this kind of tech could be so scary because an innocent, innocent thought like that could lead to some horrifying consequences. Jason just started the robot apocalypse. Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't cycle energy off of the being. It it creates energy through movement. Correct. It does. Yeah, that's why we stick them on that gerbil, life-size, human-size gerbil uh, (laughs) hamster wheel. Hamster wheel. That's what I meant. Yeah, not gerbil hamster wheel. And 
Hey, kids, go run for a while. Well, it's going to be 40 below like tonight. Well, no, hey, it's seriously, though, it, kids, they move more than anybody. So you you put this on the children. They generate all this electricity or all this energy, however we utilize it. It doesn't harm them in the least. Why am I the bad guy? <laughs> Just because it was funny. Be- because eventually you want to, even like the, the movements of a small infant, you want to wrap them in the suit and put them in a pod and then power your robot apocalypse. <laughs> That's what's wrong with you. All I want is some children with some freaking, freaking energy. Laser energy. <laughs> oh, what if we put them on sharks? <laughs> yeah. No, here's one downside to Jason's theory, though. This is like a, they, they've Just described one. this as being like a, oh, one, this is not the only downside. But <laughs> the only one, one, everything else is positive. Yeah, one of the <laughs> downsides. theory. <laughs> but no, they say this is a, a material that's very rubber-like in in texture. You know, it stretches and pulls. Um, just think Cat of- woman. Well, kind of, you know, and think of that sound as you've got your kids in these, <laughs> these like, I'm just picturing like X-Men, you know, hero type <laughs> jumpsuits that are just made of this material, oh. you know, and then they're constantly moving and all you're hearing all day long is, <laughs> and just this squeaky rubber noise all day long. Hey, do, you know, do you know how much more effective this would be if you shaped it into like corduroy? <laughs> oh, you went man. exactly where I was going with that, All Adam. See, our fins. listeners, our listeners right. do not know this, but Dave does. Okay, Adam has not worn nothing but corduroy the entire time I've known him, and I've heard that sound constantly. And of course, corduroy boy has to bring it up. Corduroy boy, he doesn't wore, make that sound. I used to wear corduroys back I, in college. I know. Yeah, he he doesn't <laughs> make that sound. He he has a thigh gap. <laughs> not exactly but. i don't think you can find a gap anywhere on adam it's more like velcro it's, it's stuck together oh, oh i'm sorry adam I, i'm oh, i'm uh, that's, that's the uh stone in the glass <laughs> adam's house. got a thigh gap nice. <laughs> that episode title adam's thigh gap gross <laughs> that's it yeah. no and then no, hashtag no, no, seg no. blocker oh. <laughs> Hey, so here's my challenge for the listeners. Um, Why don't you guys let us know what awesome thing you could do if you could generate electricity out of material? Yeah. Let's hear your futurisms. (laughs) Futurism. Yeah, that's... In the year 3000. All right. We better switch it up if we want to hit our our mark here. And speaking of switches, um, apparently good enough equals winning because even though the graphics are subpar and... It's lesser technology than the bigger rivals from Sony and Microsoft. The Nintendo Switch might be winning by just being good enough. Yeah. This is uh, this is according to Dave. Well, <laughs> not, I think it's according to the article. But. Yeah, it's a, no, it's no, no, no. Dave said. Yeah. <laughs> I Dave's put down you, my man. fist and decreed <laughs> that Nintendo Switch is just mm-hmm. good enough. No. <laughs> you hear that? All things good and nerdy. <laughs> oh, my name's Dave. <laughs> do not. Why do you guys always have to make it sound like I'm I'm getting in fights and picking on poor Chris over there? He's been nothing but kind to us, and you make it sound like I just tear him apart all the time. Chris over at All Things Good and Nerdy owns a Nintendo Switch, loves the system, and that's what they're joking on. Uh, but yeah, no. My, my- my nephew owns one now too, and he loves it. Yeah. Oh, and that's what they're saying. This is an article I found over on Polygon.com. Um, author's name is Ben Kuchera, I think. It's it's from the end of November here, and they make some good points because because of the mobility of the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. they don't. You know, the, the argument here is that they don't have to have the best graphics. They don't have to have the highest processing power because being able to give someone access on the go to a game system that's playing games that are you know even though they're not as good as your you know ps4 or your new xbox one x as stupid as that's named um (laughs) you know even though you're not getting that kind of performance you can you can take it and just go and and use it anywhere you know you're not tied to a tv and because of that they've only had to make the system just good enough no better you know, just barely, you know, basically saying it's it's mediocre, it's passable, but their focus on the games no. is just fun enough where people are digging it. So it's not that the games are just good enough. It's it's that like graphically and everything, it's right. It's nothing yeah. it's not like this most superb graphics like you're saying. Right. Yeah. But they've Spec-wise. made it convenient, portable, and fun. 
Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, you're not going to play something that's clunky or, you know, if that's boring or the games mm-hmm. suck. So, I mean, Nintendo's always had pretty good games. So what it's really, I, I like, I like that point that, um, mm-hmm. you can take this with you. You've got it with you. You can, you can See, play. And that's, that's the way you got to look at it here too, is no, this is not going to compete with an Xbox one X or the PS4 pro. I mean, those are the highest end consoles right now out there, <laughs> but you know what this, what, what are you laughing about? Well, I was just the reading high- this, no, this part of this article that says the, uh, this is the one that you can actually play in the bathroom. <laughs> well, exactly. This system is the most powerful, powerful, oh, powerful, hashtag powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Get it trending. Powerful portable system. Yeah. There's no other system that's as powerful as this. Right. Uh, even, even the iPhone X is not a, okay 10 sorry i have to relinquish that x i hate it it's a freaking x you can't go from 8 to 10 stupid anyways yeah you can um, microsoft did it <laughs> but, yeah but they had legitimate reasons which they did uh oh, we did you think that's why before. apple did that anyway back to the milk back to the milk and cereal go yeah but exactly this this <laughs> is an awesome portable system uh i've got to play this in gamestop i you know are the graphics as good no but they are just they're just under. It's not like, you know, you got Xbox uh, One X and then this looks like Super Nintendo. No, it doesn't look like Dreamcast. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like uh, so, PS3. No, it probably looks like between PS3 and PS4. Well, that's what I'm I was going to ask you because I'm still I'm still stuck on rocking my old PS3, you know, as we've talked about before. But that's a good point. How are the graphics compared to a PS3? When you look at that, I mean, it, I was I would think it, they've got to be pretty comparable. They, they they're actually better than the PS3, yeah. and PS4, and uh, PS3 and Xbox 360. I I have a Wii U. Mm-hmm. That system was almost as good as the Xbox 360 and the uh, PS3 graphic wise. Yeah, uh, it was it it was under it. You know, you didn't have all the special, you know, you could just tell if you looked at the same game on both of them, there was just a little something cooler about that that version. It added a little something more. I don't know if it was the anti-aliasing or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it did look sharper. It did look a little better. It did not look like crap on the Wii U, mm-hmm. it, it, but it, it wasn't quite as good, and that's where we're looking at here. The people who want to just... I don't understand why over the years everybody has to dog on Nintendo. They have always Nintendo played... Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> they, always, they have always played by their, played by their own drum. What's the saying? They've marched to the beat of their own drum. That, or there you go, exactly. The, the more common phrase that you were starting to say was they've played by their own rules. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. We'll go all the way back to the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo had a slower... Pro- it came out after the Sega Genesis, had a slower processor, had a better graphic chip, but it had a slower processor. The N64 went with cartridges instead of CD, like the PlayStation 1. Uh, so it did look different. Um, but the, uh, every every system, the GameCube did not match up to the PS2 and the Xbox original. They've always done that. It's nothing new, but people still constantly dog them. Why is the why are Nintendo systems awesome? First party games. That's it. Yeah. You know, if you want to play the greatest third party games, you'll want to get one of the other systems. But if you love Nintendo's, uh, you know, IPs, the Mario's, the Zelda's, the uh, why can't they Metroids, you know, all the big mm-hmm. ones, you you have to have a Nintendo system. Those are not like Sega. You're not going to play Sonic on, you, you know, you are going to play Sonic and everything. You're not going to play Mario on anything except, well, phones now. <laughs> <laughs> I love always just, you know, counteracting every argument yeah. he's making. We don't even have to be here, Adam. <laughs> Yeah. Nope, he's got a good debate going. Hey, but but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't need to be an Xbox One X in portable form because there is no other system that's as good as this in the portable form. Although, could Even, you imagine the power, you know, something oh, yeah. that looked as good as that, an Xbox One X You're not going to get it thin like that. No. but <laughs> There's no way to make it small and here, light. Here's, like your foot, here, here's your next feet to the fire question. Since we've got right. you making bold predictions. All right. You ready for this one? Yes. Does Nintendo ever go back and make a standard traditional, you know, television-based console again? Or do they go strictly mobile at this point with the ability to 
hooked to a TV if you want. My prediction is because of how successful this system has been, and this system is very successful right now, it's already surpassed worldwide entirety sales of the Wii U, which is amazing. I mean, it is a great, great system, and I think uh, all future iterations, the next uh, Nintendo or possibly another, uh, you know, combo unit like this where you have the portable and the what? the console all together again. It just it works. What's the size of the screen again on the Switch roughly? Like a seven inch. Um, uh, it might be a tad bigger. Let me pull up the specs here. But go ahead and say what you're gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say I think that's. I'd agree with you. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll stand with you with that prediction. That six point two inches. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of small. Yeah, it's not that big. It, it looked it, look, it look bigger when I was holding it. That's yeah. Can we switch topics? Is it because I got small hands? Yeah, no, I, I, I was just gonna say be, be, <laughs> before we jump <laughs> off this, but. Um, I think that's what they Sega do is blocker. they continue making <laughs> they Sega conti- blocker. No, they continue making these mobile um, consoles like the like the Switch, but put something you know around the size of like uh, I don't know what what's the iPad Mini or not a full you know big iPad size like what is that a yeah 10 the inch Mini screen? is the small but one. the Mini's like what. Eight seven. inches, seven inches. Oh, oh yeah, get, it's like yeah, it's like seven point eight, I think, something like that. Yeah, get something up know. in that seven and a half to eight and a half inch screen size, and you know, make it a little bigger for people that are older, and, and maybe the eyesight's not as good or whatever. And you've got yourself. I mean, there's no need to go back to the console because I'd have to venture a guess and say that probably for the most part, the majority of Switch owners and users probably don't hook it up to their their dock that much and play it on their TV. They probably just let it roll right on the mobile device. That's the way I would actually do yeah. it because I don't have time to usually sit in front of the television. Right. 7.9 inches is the Mac Mini screen size. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Adam? Yes. Yeah, can I, before he segues, uh, you've, been make, <laughs> you've been having me make predictions here. I'm going to make one prediction you didn't even ask about. The current Nintendo 3DS two slash 2DS uh, systems they have out right now gone. Yep, they're they're going to be going with this uh, combo unit from now on. You're not going to see a new portable only Nintendo system. Right. I'm going to predict that right now. I'd agree with that. It gives them more resources to pour into a better system overall. Yep. Why put all these developers on two different consoles when they can build for one and have <laughs> both worlds? And we all know business strategy. It's always the best idea to put all your eggs into one basket. It is well, true. It, it, te- it technically is for this because if you don't have to port to another system, yeah. you don't have to pool your resources in two different areas. Yeah, that's true. Hey, speaking of pooling things in an area, yeah. Um, oh, I n- want to see where this is going. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> is coming up with a new cereal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pooling that milk. Okay, yeah, gonna pool that milk, yo. Super Mario cereal. <laughs> Say what? Yeah. Hey, after the success of the release, this uh, which looks just like a uh, Lucky Charms knockoff, yeah, um, they are putting out a cereal, and it also works as an amiibo, which is Nintendo's line of NFC-enabled toys that can mm-hmm. interact with games by ta- tapping them on a console. So I guess you can go tap just your cereal box against your console. Yeah. Just a little tap, tap. Go home, tap, Paul. Tap, tap, tap <laughs> Now. As we were just singing the praises of Nintendo, I've got to come out and say this one. Number one, come Stupid. out with Go an ahead. original cereal. Don't just rip off Lucky Charms. It's a part of this abundance of breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my first issue with this. A green clover. If I want time. Lucky Charms. I screw you for judging me. <laughs> I don't want Mario-shaped Lucky Charms. Just get me a new good cereal. Secondly, do we really need to be turning a, a cereal box into something we can tap on our game consoles just to get some extra coins or hearts or whatever it is in the system uh, i mean the, the marketing department says yes i think it's ridiculous oh he Dave, almost went to the bs word i could hear it in his voice you are <laughs> you are a very brave man dave yeah you do know the mario brothers are italian right yeah Oh. You'll be swimming with the fish. Do you think Italians? Yeah. What, what kind of cereal? <laughs> what kind of cereal do you think an Italian mafia person would eat? Are they yeah, going to go with a, a rip off of Lucky Charms? I'm not going to say anything about the Italian mafia. Well, they, sound, they sound like swell fellas. You know the Mario <laughs> clan. I'm just saying, not the real oh, the mafia. Mario clan. Yeah, the, the Mario Mafia. Yeah, Mario Mafia. Luigi's. I'll tell you what, you're going to make me get Luigi down there. He's going to break your neck. 
Yeah, I mean, why don't they come up with something more original yeah, they have than like, knock yeah, off have Lucky like Charms? Pipes and f- sharp tooth flower cereal. Yeah. Something. Hey, uh... Hey, to- I, Toad, you've you been a talking Toad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some new news here, guys, that is not on our show notes, but I wanted to share anyway. Yeah, uh, sweet. We were, we were talking about Star Trek earlier, mm-hmm. and apparently... Quentin Tarantino and J.J. Abrams might team up for the next Star Wars movie. Oh, my. That would be heavy dialogue. Star, I'm sorry. Did I say Star, Star Wars? Trek. Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, which one's that? They've <laughs> yeah. already named their director there. It's that Ryan <laughs> oh, Johnson. sorry. Seacrest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seacrest directed Star Wars. And this Wars. is American Idol. <laughs> so um, apparently Tarantino and Abrams have some plans to bring together some writers <laughs> to develop a, a, a Star Trek film. Dude, I love Quentin Tarantino, but his dialogue is not going to work in Star Trek. It's like a D- Kevin Did you see Smith. Star Trek the motion picture though? That was all dialogue. No, I understand, but the dia- Okay, have you seen Quentin Tarantino's movies? Yeah, I just watched Glorious Bastards oh, the other night. That's a good flick. All it's Well, all, let's it's, let's jump all the way back to his 80% first dialogue. movie. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. He spends 25 minutes talking about uh, what's her name? Who's the the Britney Spears of that day? Uh, Madonna. Yeah. Talking about Madonna's "Like a Virgin" song. Twenty five oh, yeah. minutes talking about that, and then about tipping. I this might be the one that gets me to be a Star Trek fan. I'm just gonna go out and say it. <laughs> They're gonna talk about dilithium crystals for twenty five yeah. minutes. No, because I love <laughs> the Kevin Smith movies. Very similar style. You know, real dialogue heavy, witty, smart, and fun. It's not necessarily gonna be something that's a uh, blockbuster visual effects you know debacle but jj abrams he's gonna bring that to it so you've well, got do, does that mean steve buscemi and ving rames and uh bruce willis and they're all gonna be in it uma thurman <laughs> yeah uma yeah kill bill and star would, trek who knows so this is this is just news right now from that's Hollywood awesome Reporter, but it's pretty interesting it could be a, a totally different sty- type of trek movie but oh, oh, yeah. um, I'm, I'm in since we're talking well, about movies, go ahead. Well, the last few Trek movies have been completely different Trek movies. Yeah. Fair. The reboot. I like them. But, I did too. Yeah. I like them a lot. Um, you know what else is really cool? Marvel Studios Avengers Infinity War trailer. Mm. Did you guys watch this? I did. I well, also five watched Five times it. at least. It's pretty cool looking. Um, yeah. you know, a, a, a lot of Spider-Man. I like that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see a lot yeah, of Spider-Man. Cool. In this movie. I, I like the shot they have. Where the, the hair on his arm stands up and he's like, what? Yeah. The Ooh, final, yeah, we Sky got confirmation. Circle. Better go check it out. <laughs> yeah, the confirmation that he does indeed have Spidey sense. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, this this trailer just blew me away. Um, you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, Justice League just came out, and I, I was listening to uh, our friends over at All Things Good and Nerdy, and they made a great point where Marvel once again tries to one-up DC, but their point wasn't in regards to Justice League, it was in regards to the fact that the CW uh, shows over there, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow, just finished their, uh, from all accounts, amazing uh, four-part crossover series, Crisis on Earth X, and that just wraps up, and then Marvel drops the Infinity War trailer finally and makes everyone forget about <laughs> about the, the <laughs> CW Arrowverse. But this trailer was absolutely fantastic, so... Um, I mean, everything from just seeing Thanos finally, the best meme ever on the internet. I posted that in our group, um, you know, about the, uh, uh, what was that baby? What was that? The meme from that baby where he's holding his fist like, yeah, you got this. But anyways, check the, the Digital Soup <laughs> podcast group. That was a lot of fun. Captain America's got this beard he's sporting and everyone's pretty excited about that. But I've got to tell you, my favorite part though, and I put this in the show notes was, I know everyone was excited to see the Guardians of the Galaxy show up at the very end of the trailer, you know, with yep. Thor turning around going, now, who are you guys now? And um, the best part to me, though, was seeing Chris Pratt's big old, you know, 80s-style Magnum P.I. mustache there out in space. <laughs> I loved it. It's so good. Uh, something cool about that, little-known fact, they had to digitally add that in because he was yeah. under contract in another movie not to have a mustache. Yeah, that's the wrong movie. What? Oh, <laughs> Wrong. No, he they had a mustache and Guardi- added it in. They he had a mustache in Guardians of the Galaxy too, but it wasn't quite as defined. Yeah, this this one was much bigger, much bigger for sure. Kind of like a '70s porn star. Kind book. of, yep. I, you would know. 
<laughs> I know because I had a, a mustache back then. Well, I said too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh. A- Adam makes the best point though, and and he sent me this message right away when I posted the trailer over in the the Facebook group. Is where is Hawkeye? Right. Uh, he- uh, he's in MASH, <laughs> well, no. filming the new series. <laughs> no, but you, you don't unless I missed him, and, and I've rewatched it a couple times, but you don't really see Hawkeye at all. You know, everyone's wondering also, is you Loki... You don't really, or you didn't at all? I, I didn't at I all. Because I can't remember. I didn't oh, okay. at all that I recalled. And so, no Hawkeye. I'm sure he shows up somewhere. Did you say um, there's no hot guy? Or no Hawkeye. <laughs> Dave! Oh, <okay. laughs> no Hawkeye. Um, none <laughs> of that. I saw and a lot of them. You you see Iron Man getting pounded on by Thanos. You see <laughs> Spider Man getting pounded on by Thanos. Um, you know they they there's got to be heroes that are going to die in this flick, and it's just going to be kind of interesting to see what happens because this is coming quickly. It's not all yeah. that far away. So, you know, other I'm excited for it. Right, right. Well, one last bit of movie news we'll we'll just touch on real fast, um, because you know we mentioned it at the top of the show. Is David David Harbor? You guys know him from Stranger Things. Yep, he has got the awesome meme account going on Twitter right now, where he's dancing to all these different songs, and uh, that's <laughs> that's hilarious. But for those that didn't know, he's also been cast to play the new Hellboy. In the reboot of that series, it's going to be a full-on rated uh, R reboot, which is fantastic. And they've released some of the first images of it. And I've got to say, he looks pretty amazing. I mean, I didn't think anyone would ever top Ron Perlman's look as, oh as my, Hellboy. Uh, seriously? Mm-hmm. I, I, Dave, I was just going to cut in to you in a couple of seconds and say, I think he looks so much better than Ron Perlman's. In, uh, yeah. The, I didn't like the way he looked. No. I didn't like the way Ron Perlman looked and him and... Chewing on that cigar, maybe that's the character that's I never the read character. the comic yep. book. You'll have that on the new one too. But he just seemed—he just seemed like he was pulled out of a Vietnam movie and throwing some red paint <laughs> and some horns on him. But at the time, <laughs> he was like the the spitting image of Hellboy. And then you see what they did now. Now, David Harbor did get himself in really good shape because if you've seen him on Stranger Things, you'll know he's not. A buff actor. I mean, he's he's. Did one he get of these, all jacked for this? He he got pretty jacked. Although he did say that the muscles you're seeing in the images, that is still a bodysuit. Because in his words, um, I'm going to paraphrase it here, but it was something to the effect of, in order to get that jacked and that big, I'd need something like you know 15 years in a gym and a, a ton of steroids. And because no, he just has to talk to um, uh, Dwayne Johnson, and he'll tell yeah, you how to get right. buff like that. <laughs> right, but it it looks pretty good. I think they're doing a, a really nice job from the few images we've seen, and I'm excited for that. That's going to finally come out, though. The big news is that it finally got a release date, which is going to be January 11th, 2019. Nice. So we got just over a year uh, for that. And then uh, if you haven't had enough Stranger Things... Um, this is going to be kind of just a, we're not going to talk about it, but go check out in the show notes. I added something called sharing things. Um, it's a Sesame street parody of stranger things and it is brilliant. So if you need a little more stranger things in your life, make it happen. So Hmm. we've got going to geek time, right? Oh yeah. All right. So this week, what we're going to do is talk about, uh, the Operation Pug podcast. It's, it's from the equator. Uh, excuse me, from the creators of the Operation. The equator. It's from the equator. <laughs> from, equator. <laughs> from the equator, spinning around the earth. No, um, the Pugcast is from the creators of the Operation Pug web cartoon. Talks about video games, tech news, pop culture, and all things nerdy, as well as behind the scenes features on the Operation Pug web cartoon itself. You can find that and many other shows over at the Gunna Geek Network, which is just simply at gunnageek.com. So make sure and go check them out as well. So, hey, Dave, yeah. quick question here before we go on. Yeah. The, uh, the Operation Pugcast, uh, do they, are they the artists? Do they draw the cartoons? Um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, they they do everything, the animation and all of that, from my understanding. Okay, well, I want them to do a Gunna Geek cartoon. Yeah, where they actually do cartoon images of all of us and put us in crazy situations. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they need to post it up on Gunna Geek uh, weekly. So let's uh, yeah. get them on that. Uh, do you, are you in charge of them? Uh, are you the boss of them? No, that would be uh, <laughs> Stephen. 
Uh, okay, well, uh, uh, Stephen, uh, why don't you make them <laughs> yeah. do some cartoons of all the Gunna Geek shows? That would be awesome. That would be fun, but I, I have yeah. a feeling there's a lot of they work got time. that goes into this. They got this. time. <laughs> yeah. They ain't got time for that. They got kids. <laughs> we don't know that. Well, they might be all single. That's true, I guess. I guess. <laughs> It's uh, garnish time. I don't have my where's guitar. Where's the guitar? Plugged in. I don't have it plugged in. I, I'm a failure. Oh, uh, well, do do a mouth uh, 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 guitar. <laughs> do mouth things. There. All right, uh, it's time for weekly garnish <laughs> with usually Dave. Cut yeah. something really I'm just sweet saying in that there because after. you put the the first one in here, right, Dave? So tell us about this crazy thing you put here. Right, I, I put uh, a couple things here for you, real quick. So the first thing up, you guys remember the old Furby toy, right? Yeah, oh yeah, love just, them, still have them. I sleep with them every night. Go uh, ahead. That's creepy, but they do, <laughs> <laughs> they just made a comeback within the last couple of years, so they've got new versions of them out. Don't call it a comeback. They've been here for years. <laughs> 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 oh, nice. That's true. Nice. I love it when I can make you guys laugh. That's true. That's true. And now so if I could just get the listeners to laugh. Right. Well, <laughs> or, what they or did, listen. There, right. <laughs> yeah, or that. That's a good point. But um, what this is, it's a it's a YouTube video. It's a few minutes long, not super long, but it's uh, this guy has gone out, and, and this is a little bit of an advanced type of situation. So you need some know how to pull it off, and he does have some links, I believe. So if you want to do this yourself, you can do it. But he's taking right, a just Furby get to it, toy, Stephen King, and he has combined <laughs> that with the. Uh, <laughs> With the Alexa from Amazon. And so he's got the, I'm just ignoring that. He's got a, a voice-activated Furby toy that can turn on his lights and all kinds of other stuff. It's uh, based on a Raspberry Pi uh, computing system, and he's done some new stuff with the motors in it and stuff like that to allow it to stand up to the demands he's putting on it. But it's pretty cool. Um, so why, it's why did you creepy. call it Fur Alexa then? That's what he calls it, the Furlexa. And I've got uh, linked in here. He should have named it Fur Pie. I just thought that would have been hilarious. <laughs> well, it's because of the Alexa and Furby. <laughs> oh, man. I, I did not even catch that. And that is so inappropriate. What? Yeah. The Raspberry oh. Pi and the Furby. Yeah, I know, but we'll stick with Furlexa. Uh, or, or Furbazon. For, yeah, anything other than what you just said is good by me, but. Um, I do have the video oh linked in there. <laughs> there is a mute button. Well, it was fake, so I wanted you to hear it. So I have the article here, which is over on the nerdist.com, and as well as the actual oh, so video tired. you can watch. Now, the last thing in here, I like to give you guys something fun to watch. And for Alexa, it's yes. cool. It's really cool. But I found this video today. It's by this uh, director of photography, filmmaker named Dustin Farrow. We'll have his website linked up. Um, it's a short film he did. It's a two or three minutes long called Transient. And basically what he did was some high-end camera gear. Huh? A hobo? No, not a hobo. Tra oh, I guess it could be. But no, this is uh, something <laughs> else. He took uh, some high-end camera gear and spent a lot of time chasing storms and put together a amazing video where it shows kind of a mix of these awesome time lapses of these big storm cells and the clouds coming oh, together wow. mixed yeah, with cool some looking. really slow motion lightning. So you can, as that lightning strikes hit, you see it just kind of spreading through the sky and it's set to some cool music and stuff. It is Funny. very cool, so go check it out. I just started taking a glimpse of it. It looks pretty amazing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, just as a as a photographer, the tech side of it behind you know what it takes to make something like that was pretty impressive but just simply from the enjoyment side it's beautiful yeah take a look at it it's it's amazing beautiful it's in it's only three minutes yeah Do so it. it's it's short give it give it three minutes of your time <laughs> share it out there it's it's really right. really good so you guys ready well, to hit hear us up this with riddle that, yeah hit that riddle yeah. one more look time. at me seg blocking you again hit that riddle one more time. <laughs> oops i said it again no um <laughs> It, the riddle this week is, in a foot race, Jerry was neither first nor last. Janet beat Jerry. Jerry beat Pat. Charlie was neither first nor last. 
Charlie beat Rachel, Pat beat Charlie. So, with that information, we want to know who finished last. The slowest person. So simple. <laughs> so, are we waiting for the listeners for next time, or do you want us to give an answer? I think so. Let's, are, are, are we doing that or again, or what are we doing? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Do you, get, do you guys have a guess at this? No, because I'd have to. Well, I haven't even tried to because I thought we we're waiting. Well, then let's let's hold off and see if anybody answers. Hold it for off. Next time. I, I want to see if Jesse. He's on a. He's on quite a tear right now. I want to see if Win. Captain Poland can do it. Well, or is I this hope one so. Of his? This, this is, is this one his? of his. Oh, okay. Yeah, he better be able to answer it. So, well, I wonder uh, if Matt could do it then. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's the riddle, guys. Excellent. So it's about that time again. I can't believe the show went by this fast. I uh, once again, I want to remind. I want to remind mm-hmm. um, any listeners to go check out our Windscribe giveaway. That is the top yeah. article on our site at digitalsouppodcast.com, which is where you can find all of our social media links, places to subscribe, leave us a comment, go check us out on Facebook, all the other places that you normally interact with friends and family on the interwebs. Uh, we'd love to have you as part of uh, our whole communication chain and just talk to you. But once again, that Windscribe giveaway, fantastic chance to get either a lifetime or at least a year subscription to Windscribe VPN, Virtual Private Network, just by sending us a picture of your everyday carry items. So all the details are in that article on digitalsuitpodcast.com. And uh, don't be shy. We want to hear from you. So um, Throw send, in a funny one. Yeah. And send in any real answer, riddle answers to Jason at digitalsuitpodcast.com. And from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, to all of you listeners throughout the entire world, We sure appreciate you, and we'll catch you next week. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Later, Lightning Gators. 